You're listening to the Fresh for Friday podcast. This podcast is for youth leaders to inspire you and give you practical tips to make the most of your time in youth ministry. If you've just joined a youth team and are a new youth leader, this podcast is for you. If you've been doing youth for a while and want to be re-inspired, this podcast is for you. If you're a gardener and want horticulture tips, this podcast isn't for you. I don't know why you downloaded it. So get ready for our chat with today's special guest. You're listening to Fresh for Friday. Well, we're here with Pastor Levi Mary Church, all the way from Arise Church in New Zealand. Kia ora. Thank you, sir. Sound good? Yeah. That accent? Yeah, good? really nice. Yeah, that was lovely. Awesome. Yeah. I could ro- I'll roll the R on it. Kia ora. Kia ora. But Kia ora. Nice, bro. Yeah. You pronounce Whangarei really nice. Whangarei? Earlier. That was yeah. Yeah, perfect. There's a few other WH towns yeah. I won't pronounce on the podcast because it might make this not a clean podcast Michael on iTunes. Yeah. Put in a bleep. Yeah, a bleep. Yeah. Explicit lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Explicit podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. My pleasure, bro. What an honor to have you. No, my honor. You've, um, you've made this podcast go international. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, and um, I'm here to translate, you know. Well, that's it, what any, the dub, any, dub, dub stands for. Yeah. Well, it's worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. It was already international before I came. Wow. But I'm happy to be a part of there you go. the viral nature that is. What's the name of the podcast? Fresh for Friday. Yeah, Fresh for Friday. I love that, yeah. bro. Yeah, really. Fresh cool. is a very New Zealand word. If you say any like New Zealand words, I can translate. I've got a few Kiwi friends. So if you right. say like skucks, yeah, skucks. So that's very swaggy, fashionable. They or, that when I was in school. Oh, they, they came up with that phrase. Yeah? So when I was in school, it was my mates that made it up. Your mates? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Did, there's two local schools in Wellington that came up with that phrase. Yep. And it kind of just blew up from there. I like it. It's good. Or chili bin. That's an esky. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. that's a New Zealand one. Eh? And chili jandals, bin. which I prefer to thongs. Oh, I well, just we think thongs has got double meaning. It does. We need to change it. We can't have innuendo on this podcast. No, sorry. We'll scrub that out. Jandals. Jandals it is for the rest of the podcast. That's right. Hey, we're talking about youth ministry, being a youth leader. Um, what's your What's your journey been in youth ministry? Man, good question. Um, so, Sorry, can I stop you? Yeah, please. Just straight up. Yeah, whenever you me. say good question in the podcast, this is a thing I do. Yes. When the guest says good question, yes. I award myself a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Is that right? Yep. So you've just given me one. Thank you. Could you add mayonnaise to that cheeseburger and make it maybe the best burger ever by doing so? If you say that's a really good question, I'll add mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. yeah. 50 cents well spent. Yep. Um, okay, so good statement. Um, <laughs> all right, so in 2002, Arise was launched. Uh, John and Jolene Cameron, our senior pastors, planted the church. They were in Auckland. Then they moved to Wellington and started it. And then about five or six years later, we started launching new campuses. And now we have six campuses across uh, New Zealand. But um, in about in 2002, I started coming along in sort of uh, December. Church had been going for about three weeks. And uh, I was just, just happy to be a part of a great church. And the church was only about 30 people in size yeah. at that stage. And a, a young guy named Dave started coming kind of pretty early on. Yeah. Then after about a year and a half, John was like, hey, I really have in my heart that God will do something great. And the young people in our church, and at that stage it was just young person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I started getting, talking to him, what do you see? What do you want from me? How does that look? Yeah. And then uh, sort of around about 2004, 2005, started coming voluntary, getting involved, financially started being sponsored by some people, yeah. which was pretty powerful. Then um, came on staff in 2006, and now we're in 2016. Awesome. So yeah. And now, what, really what's cool it journey. look like now? So now um, it's not just Dave. 
not just Dave. No, no, no. Imagine that. <laughs> I wouldn't be on a podcast. Sure. <laughs> It'd be a different podcast. A very different. How to fail. Awesome. Stale for Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so now across the rise, there are about a thousand kids that come, come on a Friday on. night across. That's four. Well, there's six campuses and four of them run a youth program, but across the six campuses, about a thousand come. We've got a camp coming this week, uh, starting Monday. Hello. Uh, that's the 23rd of January for the, the um, whenever this podcast comes out. And so we'll have at the camp. Oh, I mean, I'm really praying it's going to be our biggest camp ever. I Come think on. it will be. We'll probably like, head count at the end of last year's camp on the final night was like 700 or or thereabouts. Wow. And that's I, amazing. And I really want to have more people than that this year. Come on. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the state of the nation with youth. Great. Uh, but I, I, for me, I really, you know, I'm believing that 2017 is going to be a really outstanding year. Come on. So yeah. good. Yeah, amen. What um there's, you know, a lot of youth leaders would be involved in yes. youth and you've been a youth leader yourself, are a youth leader, youth yes. pastor. Yes. Why is youth ministry important? Man, good question. Thank you. I really believe youth ministry is important because I think it's the first time in your life that you get to make cognizant decisions about your future that impact the rest of your life. Yeah. Like I think kids ministry is important because kids leaders and kids pastors put treasure in your kids. Yeah. That will never leave them. Yeah. You know, there's we don't, we don't take our belongings but we take our character with us. Uh-huh. So I love our kids pastors for the fact that they change the lives of my kids. Yeah. I'm forever grateful. But my kids don't necessarily make decisions at 8. Yeah. That impact their life like a 15-year-old does. Yeah, yeah. He's saying I want to get these friends. She's saying I want to study these things, I want to believe these things. Yeah. I want to surround myself with these images, watch these things, listen to this music. Yeah. There's so much more independence. Mm. And independence is becoming, it's younger, getting younger and younger. Mm. It used to be it used to be 33. Well, it, it was in The Lord of the Rings. Um, when Frodo turned 33, he was a man. Yeah. It used to be 21. Uh, then it was 18. Yeah. And it's getting younger and younger. So it's our job as youth pastors, I think, before kids transition into being an adult, to get them and set them on fire for God, put the right things in their life that they can build their life around. Great. Uh, and for me, that's what fires me up. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a key key time in people's life. So good. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, you know, you're a great storyteller. I'm sure over the years you've collected some good stories. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your like best youth ministry like fail moment? Oh, definitely when um, we, it's actually, it was funny. It was actually an idea that Pastor John gave me. He was like, you should get um, a uh, inflatable boat. Yep. Polythene, you know, like tarp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water and, and you know, liquid, you know like palm olive. Yeah. Dishwashing liquid and then a small ramp that can kick it. But he was oh, suggesting nice. like a wedge and you would pull it along and it would kind of fly and yeah. land in this kid's paddling pool. Yeah. But we didn't have like a wedge. We had a kicker, like uh-huh. a quarter pot. Yeah, yeah. And so she hit, they put this little girl in it. She hit it and just flew <laughs> and was detached from the boat. Oh, and my And the guy goodness. just went nuts with the guys that were pulling her. So she flew landed right on her tailbone oh. and let out these words, I can't feel my legs. <gasps> no. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, man, my life flashed before my eyes. But she was fine. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, good. good. Yeah, no big good. I thought this was going to be like, it was meant to be a lighthearted moment and it was going to end very badly. Yeah, so I'm glad yeah, she's yeah. okay. No, no, she's fine. She's good. She's alive and well. Just she, got married the other day. Oh, congrats to yeah, her no. if, she, if she listens to this. Congrats. <laughs> that's right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess, if you're listening, congratulations. Shout out. Yeah, that's go. right. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, I also boy. shout out to you. Um, you you have a very passionate youth ministry by the sounds of it. Some just kids are passionate. Yeah, they love Jesus. Man. Yeah, they're into it. How do we do that? How do we create 
a youth ministry where kids are passionate? Good As question, a youth leader, what's have our another, role have another cheeseburger. I think two things. Number one, you've got to be what you want to yeah. see in them. Yeah. And you just preach to it. Yeah. I think it was Phil Pringle said you can preach your way or teach your way out of any scenario. Yeah. And, you know, you can teach your way out of things or into things, I yeah. believe. And so if you're passionate, kids will see you. Yeah. And I think you've taken care of half of the problem. Yeah. Then I think you preach on it, then they hear it. Yeah, awesome. Someone once said there's more caught than taught. Yeah. So it's about in an environment, letting them see the passion in you, then you preach to that. Yeah. And then they catch it. Come on. And I think as you do that over seasons of time, over months and years, yeah. That becomes an ingrained part of who they are. Yeah. You know, as a as a as a as a youth group, as a youth ministry. Um, so that's kind of that's what I think. Um, I think that you exemplify it and then you teach them. Yeah, got to teach them the value though. You got it's it's about teaching people the why, not just the what. Sure, you know, so you could go be passionate, and oftentimes we'll be at church or in youth camps or different things, and people say, "Come on, raise your hands." But I wonder have we ever taught them? Yeah, why, why lifting your hands is important. Where it says that in the Bible. Yeah, what benefit does that have for me? Yeah, not just have cultural things. I don't just want passion. I want young people to understand. You can get passionate about a lot of things, but be passionate, more passionate about Jesus than you are about football. Very good. Than you are about the modern fashion trends. Yeah. Those things are not bad. Yeah. But they can become idols mm. if we're more in love with those than we are in love with him. Yeah. Really good. That's why I think passion is so important, you know. Yeah. Really good. How do we um there's a when, when youth ministry is passionate. You're just examining the microphone. Right. This is a sure SM58. How do you know that? This is a classic classic mic. Oh, retro, everything about retro. this is classic. The black and silver, the matte black, the sure, the weight. Like it's just like it's a classic mic. So that just, is amazing that you. I was just having a look. Connoisseur of mics. Do you have a room full of them at home? Like a nah in my heart. <laughs> but I am. Um, no, I used to. I used to do a lot of um, production work in the church. Yeah. I ran that area for about four years. Yeah. And so I came, and they're also very sturdy. Yes. You can tell you've dropped these, but you can't see that you've dropped them. Yep. Because from afar they still have they still hold yeah, their shape. Yeah, it looks good. But when you come up close, you see. Oh, yeah, there's a good yeah. Thing. There's a big big ding. But in it's there. um it's a really nice um. Nice microphone. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Shout out to any Soundies production guys out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out. Do you want to give anyone else a shout out? Definitely my kids. Yeah. Yeah, Ryder, Mika, Hugo. Shout out to you. Shout out. And shout my wife. Out. Nice. Oh, shout out to her for days. Keep doing it. I'll extend up. the podcast if you want. If you want just five minutes of shout outs to Nadia at the end, we can <laughs> right. we can make that happen. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what Obviously, as you know, um, people come. To, to youth, they're attracted to youth, or friends bring them. Yeah, there's lots of different kinds of people. Yes, and uh, sometimes maybe new people that come into our youth ministries may not behave a certain way. Yeah, some might say they're naughty. Is one way you could describe them. Yeah, or uh, a bit ratty. Or what would you say in New Zealand? What would you call that? Those are good words. They're good words. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how do we treat them as a youth leader? Yeah, good. Uh, the first thing I think you got to you got to do is you got to let the kids do the outreach. Mm. If you go into schools and do an outreach and you're trying to like reach these, you know, down and out as waifs and strays or whomever, they're not connected to anybody. Yeah. But if the kids are doing the the outreach, they're bringing their friends. So that means that those friends were led by somebody who is already in the church. Yeah. Already in the youth group. Yeah. So somebody did some outreach. Yeah. So you got your you got a leader on your hands. Yeah. So now you work through that person. To invest in those other people, yeah. So if you have, um, if you have like you know, gang growth is is never helpful, I think, because you, if you had twenty kids that walked in, un- disconnected, unknown, 
you've got to start from scratch. It's like 20 cold calls. Yeah. So, th- But if you had one kid who brought 19 mates one night, well, now you've got yourself a assistant life group leader. Yeah. So now our job is to find a leader who's best to connect with those guys. I think the work you do Monday to Friday is better than you do, is better than the work you do on the night. Yeah, true. Um, as a youth pastor who owns the environment, I'm always gauging are we swinging too far towards some of these or just different kids that might bring a different dynamic? Are we swinging too far towards them? Are they taking over? If they are, do I need to speak publicly about that from the pulpit? Yeah. Say, hey, you kids back there, it's great to have you with us. Smile on your face, kind of just, you know? Yeah. But I think like after the night, okay, who's in charge of these kids? Yep. Who are we allocating as, as leadership over these new kids? And how can we take these kids and bring them on a journey of discipleship? Mm. So if you start that, then you can reinforce that on the Friday. Yeah. So then there might be a group that week that those kids go along to and all you're talking about is like one key cultural characteristic of the youth program. Yeah. So then on the Friday night you might reinforce that and those kids are like, oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Might be respecting your elders. It might be yeah, yeah. the importance of the Bible, um, really honouring when someone's reading the word yeah. or preaching yeah, or whatever. So um, I'm looking for inward transformation. I'm not worried about outward, how things look. I am concerned though about impacting the overall dynamic of the night. Mm. I know I can only do so much on that night. I can do a lot more in midweek. Yeah. So I said a few things there, but I think those are all things that I still do to this day. Yeah. And I found them to be effective. Yeah. That's good. How do we um you mentioned discipleship. How to, you know, as a youth leader, I'm I'm coming along, I'm rocking up on Friday. I'm keen. I'm yes. good to go. I've listened to the podcast. Yes. I'm pumped. How do I disciple someone? A good question. Discipleship is is really like we think discipleship is about a destination, but it's not. It's about a journey. Mm. So I can disciple somebody by taking them one step along the way. Yeah. Like what's this kid's next step? So good. He doesn't have a Bible. Well, get him a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty cheap. Yeah. Gideon's give them away. Bro, I already I took one. You know this what I'm week. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just went a hotel, yeah. There's probably one here in this yeah. in this hotel room that we're sitting in right now. But you you know like oh cool why, why don't I invest twenty bucks though? Yeah. Get him a nice one. Zondervan. Yeah. Let's Come go. On. Yeah. Sale item, <laughs> one of those big heavy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro, here's a Bible. This is what it is. This is how it can help you. This is why, 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 why. Always the why. Come on. Why I think you should read it. It will impact your life. Um, that's discipleship. Yeah. Good disciple will follow up though. Hey, how are you going? Yeah. Struggling. Hey, here's here's some audio Bible links. Yeah. Here's some here's some reasons why I think you should. And you're just reinforcing all yeah. the time. So that's discipleship. Um. So. How do you disciple is a massive question. Like yeah. by massive, I mean we could answer that many different ways. Yeah, I think it's important for every leader to know that you have the power to disciple. Yeah, you can disciple. You've got to get permission to from a youth pastor. So if you're out there and you're some kook in the youth group, <laughs> don't just go. Levi gave me permission. I think you need local permission. Yeah. Once you've got that, be filled with self belief. Come on. Oh, I've got so many insecurities. We've all got insecurities. Yeah. There's so many things I don't know. There's so many things we all don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But of what you do know, and of what you are secure in. You can disciple people in those things because you have authority. Yeah. You know, when I get stuck, you know, don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Mm. Don't be afraid to say, I'll get back to you. And don't be afraid to go into areas for you that might be gray in terms of your knowledge. Yeah. What kids want to see in your eyes is belief, Mm. confidence. Yeah. And they want to see trust. They want to see someone who connects with them. Yeah. And I think that those things are as important as what you're actually teaching them in the first place. Yeah. Great. So good. Hey, um, What's uh, one thing that everyone listening to this, you know, wherever you are, on the bus, on the way to uni, 
taking a shower. I don't know, waterproof speakers, whatever. I don't know. Bose. No, no judgment. Bose, waterproof? Yeah. Very, oh. very good. I think you could be, these days, you could probably have your phone in there. Probably. The iPhone 7's got the old waterproof action. Oh, shout out right there. What about a little sucker thing on the wall? There? Yeah, there you go. Well, if that's you, if you're listening to the shower, good on you. Um, it's but, weird, but. Yeah, it's weird, but, you know. Rather yeah. move on. Yeah, true. But <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout outs to them. Um, what's one thing we can do this Friday? Like one thing you think we can apply? Yes. We're, so we're fresh and ready to go. When we walk in the doors, man, we're on. We're, we're going. Oh, I think you've got to find a story. Yeah. Uh, by story, I mean a testimony. Yeah. Who's the, who's the kid that just started coming that got their lives set on fire for God? Yeah. Who just got baptized? Who's the young guy that just started a life group, yeah. small group? Like what's that one story, that one testimony that's going to get you going, fire you up, get you yeah. excited for what's happening tonight? Yeah. And find that thing and get yourself pumped on it. So good. You know, so you might go, oh, like I just actually got a text just before we started from three different text messages from the guy who's coordinating our summer camp. Uh-huh. His name is Liam. Uh, one of our um, youth pastors is just wonderful. He says, uh, can we sponsor these nine kids half yeah. of their rego with all this money that we've got backed up from fundraising? And I said, um, I said to him, how do you feel about these kids? And he says, yes, they're the best. That If we can sponsor these kids, our youth ministry will be better. Yeah. You know, so I just think now I'm inspired by him because he looks at these nine kids and sees their story, sees their potential. Yeah. He's actually right now inspiring me in youth ministry. Because of what he saw in these kids, yeah, yeah. So for today, that's that's it for me. Like, yeah, like I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm preaching tonight. I'm pumped. I'm 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 good to go. Yeah, because I know I've got a pastor that I've invested in. Yeah, who loves these nine kids so much that he's basically asking me, "Can we find a thousand dollars?" Yeah, for these guys. So good. You know, that's awesome. And it's like, yeah, love that. You got to find the story. Very good. Find the testimony. Very good. Hey, we have a segment here on the podcast, and it's the final final thing. Is uh, fill in the blanks. Yes. I'm going to throw a sentence at you. Hit me. Fill it. Okay. Just with one word. Or a phrase, whatever you want. Okay, go. Um, after youth on Friday night, all I want is... Pizza. Come on. But that's not good. That's not good? No. I what about a gluten-free, like a uh, vegan one? <laughs> but is that, is that even any better? Like, <laughs> Probably I suppose, not. I, suppose. I think what's I think that people, people see wheat and flour and go bad, but it's the sugar. Ah, okay. So all that processed stuff is still doing the same thing in your body. But that, look, I'm, I'm getting, like I'm 33. So when I was 23, I didn't think that. I was like Fanta yeah. and pizza all day. But now I'm like, all I want is pizza still. Yeah. But I don't think that that's a good thing to have. Sure. But it is still all I want. Yeah, okay. You've, I can sense a real, you're conflicted. Yes. I can see it in your eyes. What I should be eating when I get home. The things I don't want to eat. Is a the things salad. I do eat. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's the exactly right. The things I do want to eat. I should have a Caesar. Sands anchovies. That's it. Um, but no, all I want is pizza. Very good. Well, thank you, Pastor Levi, Mary Church. Man, I'm so fresh for Friday. I'm flipping pumped. Thanks for having me, bro. Oh, thank you. And we're just going to run into our Fridays looking scucks and <laughs> bro, full of fire. If I can help youth pastors and leaders look scucks, my life mission is complete. Wow. Thank Be blessed, you. everybody. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. And you can listen to our side podcast, Fashion Tips with Levi. <laughs> right. and, yeah. With all the bloopers yeah. from this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can create another one. Yeah, like, scucks, like scucks eye for the like nerd guy. So you come in and you say, bro, what you? this isn't working. <laughs> there needs to be a video one. Yeah, let's get some stussy in there yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love what up. you've done there, bro, but um, you know, not quite, yeah. not quite what we're looking for. Okay. Well, different ministry. Yeah, different ministry. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Catch you later. Thanks. Thanks, guys.
Thanks for listening to the Fresh for Friday podcast. Subscribe for fresh episodes every month. Follow us on Instagram at FFFpodcast and check out freshforfriday.com. If you've got a youth ministry question you're dying to ask, send it in and we'll ask our next special guest. Thanks for listening and run into your Friday feeling fresh.